Hi guys, so I know that there's been um, a pretty big absence, so I'm sorry about that. I think life just gets a little complicated. I think a lot of people forget that I am a graduate student, so um, and I also have a, another job, so like it's like this sometimes unfortunately gets put on the back burner, but back burner. Oh la la. Um, but I I I definitely always um you know think about the podcast and think about you know what's next what am i going to talk about and stuff like that um you know and one thing i wanted to talk about and, I, and i'm surprised that i haven't um already but i think it's something that i forgot to write down and i essentially um just maybe never talked about it i, I may have mentioned it a little bit but Today I wanted to talk about the idea and the importance of the French, right? And you know, when we talk about anything Creole, we well, French-based Creole, right? We need to think about the French. Like when we talk about French-based Creoles, the French in it cannot be ignored. And I think um, that that happens like far too often, and that's not appropriate. So, um, th- my my entire I- idea behind this is a lot of people try to think, oh, well, I'm just going to bypass the French and just go to Creole and just deal with that because I'm interested in that more. That is a little bit more, whatever, whatever. But at the same time, it's like you have to realize without Creole or let's say this correctly without french there is no creole do you realize that um and and so that has a lot of um implications and so even if we're going to start about talking about like you know language learning for example right if we start talking about language learning um there are some people who say oh well you know Um, I'm not sure which one I should learn first and stuff like that, uh, or which one I should teach my kids first. Um, And, you know, I'm not going to be biased. Um, I have been pretty open that I did learn French, um, you know, before I learned Creole. And, um, and, you know, that's why I am a lot more comfortable speaking French than I am um, in Creole and stuff like that. Uh, um, but I'm not going to say that's necessarily just because I did it. It's the right way. No, um, I'm thinking about it from a, from a point of view, like linguistically Creole, um, is it's almost like the, it's like the foundation of Creole, the base, the stuff like, you know, and honestly, arguably the meat and potatoes of Creole is French. Okay. And, and this is why um, for such a long time, and even to this day, a lot of people have a hard concept of even acknowledging the existence of French Creoles, right? Because a lot of people have historically just said, oh, that's French, oh, that's French, that's French, right? Um, and I wrote an entire article about that, and I might read it um, as an episode or something like that. But if you look it up, you know, I wrote a, an article called if you just search my name you you search uh, mark lewis black uh, microaggressions against black francophones and you'll find it right um and i i wrote about how essentially well one of the things i'm not going to talk about the whole thing but essentially um one thing i wrote about in that paper was that 
a lot of people do not see French-based Creoles as, you know, their own entity, as languages, which, you know, definitely that's um, super important. That's extremely important to um, to note, right? And the important thing I would say about, um, about that is, okay, um, we're going to acknowledge that they are languages in their own right, but not forget about the connection to French, right? And so what happens if you decide to just learn Creole? Is that possible? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Of course it is. Um, but I will tell you this. If you are like, let's just say you're an English speaker and you want to just learn Creole um, and you don't know French, right? What's going to happen is you're going to be limited in your understanding of Creole. You're going to be limited in um, what you... Um, what you can do with your Creole because unfortunately, or I don't know if this is necessarily a bad thing, but how Creole works is that you come to a point where you just have to use French kind of, sort of like, um, what I'm saying is that, okay, there are a lot of new things and, new uh, phenomenons of, of recent times and and so essentially what happens is you have to take um, and this is what people do they take the French word and literally either just use it like that or they um, creolize it as we say um, and and that's what you because what else are you gonna really do you know what I mean like for example if you have um, something like a um, an AirPod or something like that, which clearly wasn't around when the Creole language was forming hundreds and hundreds of years ago. So you're going to just, what are you going to do? You're going to take that word and incorporate it. And that happens to French and stuff like that. On And, and, but still you're going to, you know, you might Creolize it, right? Um, You know, especially if it's a, um, a word that has, um, um, you know, maybe a, um, sounds that are not used in Creole. Like for example, um, if we're going to say something like, um, uh, what's the word like culture? Well, the, that, that sound, what the, what you, you know, a lot of people say, kitsu, kitsu. Or um, a lot of people, what they're gonna, what what's happening there is you're gonna take the French word la, la culture, la culture, which has two sounds, the U sound that does not exist in Creole, and that is no, normally realized with the um, the uh, what do you call it again? The um, the more uh, uh, less rounded uh, sound of e, okay, kitty, kitty la, um, uh, you know, and, and that's just kind of like what, how it works, right? So the good thing about knowing French is that you're gonna know the words, and once you realize, like, oh, when I have this sound in French, 
all I have to do is convert it to this sound in Creole. And then it becomes so much easier for you to speak, you know? And then some people might say, well, can't you just learn like whatever, like the Creole words? I mean, you can, and um, you, you definitely can. But like I said, it's kind of like you're, you get maybe more, I don't want to say more bang for your buck, or um, but it's just a little different. Like, for example, when, when you um, are, if you learn, you know, the French and then, and then you learn Creole and you're like, wait a minute, I just have to learn these other things. And then I'm set for vocabulary because first of all, even in some Creoles that are considered to be pretty divergent from French, um, you know, uh, you might look at like St. Lucian Creole or or like a Haitian Creole or something like that. I mean, still about 90% of the vocabulary is of French origin. So you you gotta learn it you know what i mean like and especially these um you know there are words obviously that are of non-french origin but like i said the more advanced your creole becomes the more you have to learn um these french words and and stuff like that like if you're gonna say like reconstitution or depersonalization and stuff like that those are really going to be french words that are creolized and if you already know french you're gonna know how to say those words and and just be able to kind of like you know whatever but if you are not really um if you're just learning creole and you only know like english and it's gonna be a little bit harder because you're not gonna have that like two those words in your toolbox already you're gonna have to like think like oh wait and then figure out like oh how do i say this how does the stress work how does this work you know there's just so much that um is i think you know easier if you just um you know have that background of french and and you know when you do learn french you really get to um into those like you know the the vowel sounds and stuff like that and you're like wow well creole has like um very similar vowel sounds like for example in um in french we have like nasal vowels and stuff like that and so when i was learning creole it was like oh they were talking about nasal vowels and like nobody can say mwen because it's nasal and i'm like oh well we have eh. in french it's not like it's not the same but it's pretty much the same you know and so it's not that much of a foreign concept um and you know, um, I mean, learning a language is definitely going to be hard uh, regardless. But I think, um, you know, when you when you get like, first of all, it's easier to get a, a pretty advanced formal instruction in French than it is to uh, get it in Creole. Why? Because as you can probably guess, more people teach French than the number, you know, compared to the number of people who teach like Creole, um, Haitian Creole has a, um, people teaching it. I mean, obviously it's the most spoken Creole. So there um, are more resources to learn it, but if you're trying to learn another Creole, forget about it. You are not going to be able to do that easily. Um, I can promise you that, especially as someone, uh, you know, I, you know, um, I obviously for this, I'm, in the field looking up like creole stuff um and when i was in college i um when i did reports on stuff like that i would not find and sometimes for the other creoles it was if they even acknowledge them it was like wrong sometimes even which is crazy but but that's my point um it's gonna be a little tricky
Um, so it's just easier and you'll be able to get a more robust education if you start with French and and then it's like, all right, well, and it's kind of like French is a, it, it, it gets a little complicated, right? Um, you learn it, you learn like kind of the quote, quote, hard one, and then you go and then you learn Creole and then your life is so much easier because you're like, wow, this is like it's similar but a lot of things are easy like i don't have to deal with conjugations because it's like the same goddamn word for everything that's so great right um but yeah i think you know some of it could be you know arguably personal preference uh one thing i i think i want to like switch gears now and talk about is more of a um a sort of like cultural standpoint right where uh there are I think people who try to um, forget about the whole um, French contribution to um, the Creole language, the Creole culture, and this and that, right? Which is like huge, you know? Um, and soon I'm going to be talking about how the French um, brought the carnival tradition to the nation of Trinidad and Tobago and now their carnival is world renowned and one of the biggest festivities um, that's celebrated in the entire world every year and it's like you didn't you know some people are mind blown when I tell them that because they're like wait a minute Trinidad isn't even a French country uh, and I'm like yeah uh, but that just you know that that shows you what they did and you have to realize countries with long-standing carnival traditions they had a French presence so you know you gotta you know gotta thank them for that right um i think there's definitely a lot of like socio-political stuff motivating people where they they see french as kind of like a white thing right and they they want to distance themselves from anything that's um euro um they don't want to be eurocentric they just want to be and they see creole as um you know Ooh, like Afro, and and I think some people are trying to make um, maybe Creole even more. I don't know, like um, try to make it some like oh, like mystical, like uh, exotic, like African thing. Um, there are some people um, definitely in some communities who are trying to do that, which is like okay, well, in some cases that is arguably um, okay. Like for example, if we were going to go and talk about Anglo Creoles. Like the Gullah Geechee who are, you know, they have like a pretty strong um, African whatever. But in terms of like language and stuff like that, the language really, um, to my knowledge, doesn't have a lot of African words or anything. Not an abnormal amount. And I believe I even read that in an article once. Um, same thing with like Louisiana Creole, for example. Um, not not like an not an abnormal amount of African words for Creole and stuff like that. Um, uh, you know, some Louisiana Creoles uh, actually um, say that their Creole is very close to French. And um, I, I see that and when I read it and hear it. And um, it, yeah. Um, but there are some people trying to use, I think, a Creole identity to try to distance themselves from a white identity. I even saw this person who's deranged, this white person who for some reason thinks they uh look like me or something i don't know maybe when they look in the mirror they, it's like a flip mirror thing who knows um but she's like oh i like identify as creole because that makes me feel like you know people of color 
And I'm like, okay. <clears throat> All right. But like, I mean, like that's, that's like one thing, but it's like, are you literally like, are you Creole? Like, is your, is that your, you know, history and stuff like that? That's a more important thing. That's something I would want to maybe um, figure out a little bit more than you just trying to do that to just like, oh, because you don't want to identify as Cajun because you think Cajun's white and, and, you know, because of your political views, you think white is bad. That's a little, that's a little kind of crazy to me. I'm not going to lie. Um, but I, I just don't want that. And I think, you know, definitely people are using it um, for, you know, these like weird advances and stuff like that to, um, you know, because um, some people are, are, are basically... Well, okay. We do say that in Creole culture, we do um, retain more um, African elements than in other, I don't know, cultures and stuff like that. Some people say, like, compared to, like, African-Americans, you'll find, like, um, you know, a Gullah Geechee or Louisiana Creole that has more African retention in terms of culture than other places. Uh, I mean, compared to the African-Americans, like I said. Um, y- yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, but you got to realize... When we say more, more compared to what, you know, more does not mean a lot, you know, and, and we have to recognize that, um, it, and, and I think this goes on for, on both sides of the spectrum, you know, the Creole was not a, a exist if you did not have the, you know, that sort of the interactions, connections between the Europeans and the Africans. There are some people who try to, um, you know, play off like, oh, Creole's like this African thing, like, da, 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 da. Um, and then there are some people who try to play as though Creole is just like a, a white thing. And and there are scholars, I've read um, a number of literature who try to say that, um, for example, um, I was reading one about, um, I believe, I'm not quite sure what it was um, now that I think about it, but essentially what some scholars are, are saying is they're connecting some creole languages right um to the uh what do you call it i'm i'm sorry i'm blanking on the on linguistic term it may be the superstrata right essentially meaning they're trying to say that oh there's no african influence on the language it just is like a variation and derivation of the european language and all the vocabulary comes from the european language Personally, I do not believe that's true, and there have been um, researchers who have demonstrated um, African origins uh, for uh, multiple words in both English Creoles and French Creoles, okay? And um, in addition, we just have to look at, like, the grammar and the structure. Are you kidding me? Some of the, some of the grammar in Creole is identical to some African languages. Look at, like, for example, compare, like, the grammar to, like, um, Yoruba or Iwe or, you know, um, you know, stuff like that. I mean, I've, I've even heard maybe connections to, um, I'm trying to think of other languages. I think I've read a study of, it was comparing it to Bambara, um, but there, you know, even, uh, uh, um, Oh gosh, uh, Twi and stuff like that, and um, other um, languages from Ghana, specifically that region. So it's just there are so, um, you know, there there's definitely that connection, and so I think we, you just like the sum, you know, enfant bref, right? It, you can't have one without the other, 
and and that's just how it's going to be and that's why um i also do believe that if you're going to really talk about like french history francophone history you do have to talk about the creoles i always say that i tell my students all the time well obviously i'm a little bit biased because i i clearly run an entire podcast on creole stuff and i'm creole so it's like i'm going to talk about it but i think anybody you know um who's teaching french should mention that like hey there are people and especially because there are regions of french who are predominantly um well i don't want to say predominantly but they speak creole like look at uh, you know the french islands and territories and stuff like that that are just as part of france as anywhere else and they have a huge creole culture so that these people are french and so you should want to talk about their creole culture and not pretend that they don't exist um one of the biggest things that i tell my students is like look i don't want to be a that person that teaches you that oh french is like a white thing first of all french is mainly spoken in africa africa has the highest number of french speakers in the entire world okay and maybe even uh proportion right the the largest francophone city is literally king sasha which has millions of people more people than paris uh and it's an extremely francophone city and becoming even more so and and so it's like it's inappropriate for people to act as if oh yeah like french is this like white thing that um and we're only going to focus on that and i think on that same token people who are interested in creole studies and the creole culture shouldn't try to disregard all the french because of oh the colonizer stuff oh it's a white language i mean yeah maybe i guess it used to be it is of european origin what do you want to do um but at the same time it's like that's kind of what happened um and you not learning about that stuff is going to screw you up because uh unfortunately not only the language but some cultural elements and and just sayings and other aspects of culture they are derivatives of that french culture like for example i read this long um you know uh novel by zo uh zora neale hurston who is a great if you don't know her great african-american um writer and i you know i read her work and she did extensive work to the point where there were so many details in her recounts of like um you know uh you know the creole creolized cultures uh, of jamaica and haiti so much so many details that it will make your head spin but if you're looking for that she did it and she really paid attention i don't know how she um learned creole to understand what the hell was going on in haiti in the early 20th century when when she went but um i read the book and you know you definitely see a lot of that um a lot a lot of that stuff and some of the stuff you know like you know with the you know the the spiritual stuff like voodoo and stuff like that it's kind of like in it it's it's not uh yes it is of african origin but you have to realize like haitian voodoo voodoo creole uh voodoo and creole spiritualism regardless i mean it's 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 very similar you're gonna find like uh, intense spiritualism um among the gullah geechee uh the louisiana creoles jamaica haiti like all of that stuff and also you have to think about people were migrating from these coastal port regions to these islands all over and bringing in you know that stuff too even in the spanish uh, you have the santeria and the you know like essentially uh voodoo 
void meaning voodoo like uh spiritual practices and stuff like that right um i forgot what i was um going i was um saying about that wow that's crazy <laughs> um but i i think my point is that the um oh yes okay so when you look into the the voodoo that happens um you know in this part of the world it incorporates a lot of the um the catholicism right um in the case of like haiti and stuff like that if in the case of like the angle places it's probably more like i don't know like um protestant type things maybe um but definitely for haiti and uh in louisiana also and martinique and all those places you were going to see like catholicism brought from the french incorporated and almost to a certain extent rebranded as the sort of um new spiritual um you know uh i guess almost religion really um, so it's so for you to really understand that you're gonna have to understand some of the Catholicism. You're gonna have to understand some of the French practices. Like I was just saying before, the whole carnival thing, huge thing in Creole culture. Are you kidding me? Huge thing. You can look at it from many angles. Look at it as a form of, um, for some people, feminism. For some people, resistance. For some people, um, you know, all this type of stuff. And and guess what? To understand some of the practices, you have to understand, okay, well, what were French people doing that kind of served as like the, the prototype or model for the uh, Afro-Caribbeans that eventually took the reins and, and really established and made kind of a, to, the, to the practice, to the cultural celebration that it is today, right? Um so, yeah, we're going to wrap it up around here. Like, I, I just think that um, I, I think it's just so inappropriate um, to just and especially because a lot of us Creoles, like we have French ancestors. I know I do. And, so, and some of you guys who are so anti-French have far more French ancestry than I do and just acting ridiculous. I know your ancestors are charting in their graves because you want to say, you know, just to be woke or something like that. You're saying, oh, I don't want to learn French. Oh, I don't want to um, acknowledge that. I'm only going to acknowledge my Creole side. I'm not Cajun. I'm Creole. Blah, blah, blah. All this like crazy stuff. It's like, come on, grow up. That is your history and you need to kind of just accept it, you know. Um, definitely, if you were more so, you know, like me, you're more so like Creole than compared to Cajun or French or whatever, definitely you can embrace more so the the Creole with still acknowledging the French as well, you know, um, have that background, learn the French, because guess what? At the end of the day, French is also a language that was spoken by our ancestors. I'm not going to say it was forced. It, you know, people it was around, you know, um, and, and so that's, it's also just as important and it's worthy of, you know, you know, everybody's attention or whatever. And, um, yeah, so I, I guess that's the point. Like, don't forget that, um, you know, you know, you don't want to like scorn off French because without that you have nothing, you have no Creole culture, um, never would have like been what it is today. Okay. 